right, everybody, that's the wrong button. Welcome back to Doken. Do I call this? What do I call this? Because it's technically a Doken who and a Doken when? Doken show. I mean, I still want you to just rename it to Doken show. It just, it's so much more all encompassing. It might be, but Doken when was a spur of the moment thing that I absolutely love. Five minute, actually 25 second naming thing. Uh, anyway, I ran out of people to talk to. So, I went to a uh, Hot Topic, I got an upside down Monokuma Funko Pop in the box, I'm, I'm never going to sell it, but I saw someone over there, looking at Dragon Ball apparel, so I thought, you know what, I need this man to come talk to me and be on my show. I went over there and I coaxed him with a bag of pistachios, and he looked at me like it was the weirdest fucking thing ever, and I said, I like Dragon Ball, I said, you know, we can be buddies, but I don't want your pistachios. So. Introducing Brad. How you doing, Brad? Hello. Hi, I'm Brad. And yes, I don't want your pistachios, but I will gladly be your friend. <laughs> I mean, that's that's pretty much exactly what he, what he said. Ha, said, how you doing today, Brad? I'm I'm doing well. How are you? I am actually doing a lot better, and I'm tired. I had my first day of college back today, and. I, Ooh, I, you poor soul. I you you have my condolences. I, I'm poor. I spent, here's the thing, I have to, I have a little bit of money to spend for the semester, and I'm going to have like a hundred bucks out of that for life. And, Ooh, no. And my job is not, as this semester is telling me they can't do college schedules anymore, so I'm going to have to find somewhere new to work that works the college schedule, even though I'll find somewhere. I'll, I'll do unspeakable things for money. I mean, hey, 20 bucks is 20 bucks. Exactly. I'll go clean an old lady's <laughs> yard. Well, I mean, hey, yard work is quite profitable. Not this time of year. It's very cold, but yard work is profitable. Actually, it is profitable this time of the year because all the plants and stuff. Like right now where I am, it didn't get above 50 today. So that's kind of where the temperatures have been. And you got to go mm. clean out the dead stuff like pampas grass. I don't know how familiar you are with plants and stuff, but pampas grass. It's a tall 10-foot uh, grass with a white 6-foot plume on it. Sometimes things get dug out. That can take a full day's work. A lot of just, I mean, I can believe it. It's like a crepe myrtle. Crepe myrtles are those are terrible. Oh, I don't know how you're, familiar you're speaking science to me. Exactly. If, if Doctor Stone can't teach it to me, I don't want it. All right. Well, Brad, thank you so much for being on our show again. Thank you so much for having me. This is take 37 of trying to get this episode recorded. Yeah, no, ki no <laughs> kidding. And you know what? I decided to say, fuck it. Let's show ourselves. So hi, everybody. Hello. Hi, it's, I'm Brad. I was about to say it's my first time seeing Brad, but this is actually an incorrect statement. So, Brad, before we get into our fun stuff, stuff that is fun, you, you run a podcast or you, you co-host. Do you run it or do you co-host it? I co-host and co-own my business partner, Blue Lavender, and I started B&B &B Anime, and it was just kind of a dead split. It's pretty much just 50-50, she and I, that's that's it. It's just us. Okay. We get some insight on B&B, &B, Bed and Breakfast Anime. So, Bed and Breakfast Anime Podcast is an anime podcast where Blue and I discuss an anime once a week every week depending on a variety of topics with things such as ReZero, 
We've done My Hero. We've done some lesser known things like a comedy anime called Tonica-kun, which is one of the funniest things I have ever watched in my entire life. And we're also nearing on episode 100. Episode 100 should be just like a week or two out by the time this episode drops. So we're gearing up with some very... Oh, thanks. It's been a wild ride for the past couple of years, getting everything sorted, getting everything done, getting much more comfortable in our own skins. Like This episode sitting down here with you, if we had done this like a year and a half ago, whenever Blue and I were first starting out and like starting to kind of catch our feet, it would go so much differently. But differently or bad? Bad differently. Like I'm so much more comfortable now just <laughs> sitting and talking about things where if it had been like a year and a half, two years ago, no, 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 no. So I truly mean it whenever I say that Blue is the good part of me because she's just brought out this more extroverted side of me that can just talk more and just be myself more. So all of all of my good attributes, I I point to her because she has brought out this better side of me. And that friendship is just pretty much what spurred out one of my best projects that I could ever have hoped for. That's that's a sweet sentence. I like that. Yeah, she great. <laughs> so, how did you guys, for people out there listening, this is Doken Who, pretty much. I just don't know what to call it right now. But, um, so how did you two meet? So, we actually met on Twitch. I've been streaming on the platform for, I just found out the other day, for almost eight years. I started streaming April 19th of 2014, Ow. which doesn't seem real to me at all and we met i think like three and a half four years ago we met whenever i moved to clayton georgia for the last company i was working for i moved there to be an assistant manager of a store and i was two and a half hours away from home i had no friends no family no nothing and it was solely for the money and the resume and the job experience that everybody talks about needing for you know stuff and things in life don't listen to those people anyway. And it had just, it had got to a point where I was just getting to a really dark place in my life, but I turned to Twitch and I, I love Stardew Valley. I've put probably a collective thousand hours into the game. I don't know if you've played it, but it's so much fun. I have, I have high ADHD. If there's nothing like, I've tried those kind of games, like even some survival games, which isn't survival. But those ones that don't have, you can go hours without making really any sort of imagine, imaginable progress. It loses me. But you see, I also have ADHD, so I can hyper fixate on games like that and just play and play and play until it's three in the morning. And I'm like, oh, shit, I need to go to bed. I got to work the next day. I'll have that. But, but my bad. Oh, you're good. You you go on. <laughs> it's my show anyway. But um, Brad, <coughs> if I sound rude throughout this, it's just no. It's my persona. I'm 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 a, I'm I'm the nicest bastard you'll ever meet. That's what everybody in the no no you. Said. Like we talked about the last time we tried to record this, like you are an extremely humble and great human being, and I people <laughs> always tell me people always tell me the same. 
And yet, for some reason, whenever I stream or record a podcast or something, I put on like a god complex kind of persona to where I'm like, I'm me, I'm great, everyone else is peasants. That's that's I, pretty much as much <laughs> as much as I love my following, I have like even the people in my Discord, I have that problem. You could be better than me, no fuck you, I'm better than you. But I beat your ass, I don't care. <laughs> I've got that, that's pretty much it. I've got around here. Well, that's awesome yeah, you do exactly. Twitch and stuff. Uh, you two are such good friends. Like I said, you can't... I don't think I said anything. I don't know why I said like that. bad habit. But um, it's so fun that you two have started something that I'm assuming you love B&B anime. Oh, I love it. It's one of the most fun projects I've ever had the just utmost pleasure of working on. I've done voice acting work. I've, I am a part of some major, major projects coming up. But I will say, without a shadow of a doubt, B&B is the greatest thing I have ever worked on, period. Oh, I can, I can, uh, I can agree to something like that. Like, Dogen Wen, which, uh, the whole stupidity here, as much as it's un, what's undignified, I guess, or unrefined, I love it. I love, we're the problem child of podcasts, I feel like, with our couple thousand people that listen to us, and they're like, that's that's the kid you you don't invite to the birthday party. He's the one who eats his own sock. <laughs> so so do you eat your own sock? Is this coming from like some personal backstory that we need to know about? Small problem. I do a lot of physical work. I do not have socks for longer than a week because I wear through them so quick. I just wear sandals every day. even in the winter. See, I. I kind of have a similar issue. Like I'm extremely hard on clothes. However, I've recently invested in bamboo socks. Fuck bamboo socks. So hear me out. Okay. I am a very big man. I am very, very big man. And with that being said, what comes with being a very big man is I sweat a lot and I go through clothes very quickly. Well, these bamboo socks, although they are, I think, like 30 bucks for six pair, they are extremely airy, so my feet don't sweat anywhere near as badly. And also, they don't wear out anywhere near as quickly. Like, I am very much a proprietor of you get what you pay for whenever it comes to things, and these socks are very much that. So when you're saying bamboo socks, I was almost imagining, like, clogs. Like that kind of thing. Like you just stick on like a sleeve of bamboo. No, no. They they look like normal socks, but they have ridges on the bottom that are like lined in bamboo. Huh, that's interesting. And they're just extremely comfortable. If you ever get a pair, I promise you, you will never go back to any other sock. <laughs> it's going to change my life. One of those stupid... It, it really is life-changing. Like, uh, without a doubt. I'll look into it whenever I have a little bit more than $5 to spend. I I mean, hey, look, clothes are clothes, socks are socks. Just get what you need. Exactly. I mean, right. But once you go with the bamboo socks, you'll never go back. Exactly. That's why I got one of my favorite shirts. It's seven days without a pun makes one week, and it's one of my absolute favorite shirts. And I've had it for four years. I I, I love that. I'm wearing my cloak apparel because it's the most comfortable clothes I own. I love. It's not that. a shameless plug, but I love cloaks so much. <laughs> I do. It's not shameless. If you enjoy it, it's not shameless. All that matters. Exactly. Sponsor us, please. <laughs> Wait, no. Yeah, sponsor me. Sponsor me. Actually, sponsor both of us. Why not? Yes, yes. Yeah, you know what? Sponsor him, but also sponsor us, please. B and B brought it up. <laughs> they're the they're the big 
bigger and better podcast than Doak and Wynn. There you go. I I love the puns. I can appreciate that. Oh, sir, I'm gonna have to introduce you to my Instagram because my original Instagram puns. I used to post a pun every single day for two years. Have you have you seen the podcast Instagram? It's nothing but anime memes. I did not actually know so, you had an Instagram. It's a great time. I, remember, I think we found each other through. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. So the podcast Instagram is just B and B anime, and okay. it's pretty much nothing but our uh, YouTube thumbnails, which are some of my favorite things ever. I mean, again, I'm not boasting because I don't make them, and now that it's blue, we have a mutual friend that makes those. But I love them. But also anime memes, just nothing but anime memes, and I love it. I'm gonna have to check it out after this. Go check out his uh, Instagram. Go check out the Doken Win Doken underscore Win underscore Podcast Instagram. Go give us both a follow. Say why Doken Win is probably the stupidest podcast you ever heard. Go tell B and B why it's interesting. I'm still waiting. You got? Have you guys done Dimension W? No. That's that's my as much. And nobody's Dimension W is a more futuristic one where um. People found another dimensional plane, you know, X, Y, and Z. They found a dimension W, which they found out how to harness infinite power out of into these little things, roughly the size of, we'll say, size of a bottle cap, but maybe about two inches, two or three inches long, called a coil, which have infinite power. It follows a main character, Kiyoma, and a robot pretty much who follows. Kiyoma hates coils, and he befriends an android who needs safe haven. With a coil, and it's him kind of going through, learning to accept coils in a really cool world. So, it's twelve episodes, I think it is. I'm pretty sure it is. If you ever want something unique to watch, mention W. I'll check it out. I'll check it out. We're currently trying to schedule things for 2022 because our entire scheduling system got thrown for a loop. So, I'll I'll check it out and see. I very well just might throw it on the schedule for later this year. Yeah. And if not, give it a watch on your own. It's one of those things like nobody's ever heard of it. And like, it's me personally, it's my personal favorite anime. I'll go tell people like, you know, like they'll look at it and be like, this is the stupidest thing they could ever see. Cause it's very different when it comes down to it. We're getting way off topic from Doken. That's what this is all about, but that's okay. <laughs> but yeah, it's good. I mean, that's, everybody has their own guilty pleasure anime. Like, for me, Food Wars is most definitely my guilty pleasure anime. Guilty pleasure? Food Wars is amazing. It is absolutely amazing. And people will get turned off to it within the first couple of episodes because it is extremely horny. Like, yep. without a shadow of a doubt, it's a very horny show. But... Once you get past that and get past the plot of the show and get into the actual plot of the show, the show's amazing. Like, it's so good. I've seen all five seasons, and I'm currently trying to buy, like, all 40 volumes of the manga. Like, it is so fucking good. I don't know if it's a hidden pleasure, guilty pleasure. Beastars. It's one of my personal favorites. I, I I never hear anybody talk good about Beastars. You see, I feel like... The Beastars community has just turned into a meme at this point. And I feel like it's the community, which is why I haven't given the show a shot. From the people that have watched it, they love it. But mm-hmm. also, the community is also toxic in a way. Not nearly as bad as the My Hero community. Or the My Hero on community. Time. On time. 
Attack on Titan isn't that bad. I put Attack on Titan on the same level as like JoJo and One Piece fans. Like they love their show, but they they are toxic in a manner of spoilers. And then you have the My Hero fandom, which yeah. is just toxic all the way around. And My Hero is such a good show. Mm-hmm. I just finished season five the other day, and I am in love with it. I'm ready to see the newer stuff that's coming out. Like, I'm caught up with the manga right now because I'm not going to watch it. And I'm not, because if I watch it, someone's going to say, hey, you watch this. And they're going to go along with it. Because there's some of them I refuse to say I like. Like, Attack on Titan. I had a college thing a couple of months back where some of my buddies were trying to get into anime. And one of them said Attack on Titan. And it was like right around when season four, or the final season was coming out. Is it season four? Yeah, season four. Yeah, it's season four. Part two just started yesterday. And let me just say, the OP for part two is the it's gonna take op of the year for me without a shadow of a doubt it is a fucking banger i have read the manga i've seen how the show ends Mm -hmm. it sucks but i'm going along for the ride because the op is a banger but you had a but one of my buddies were saying we're gonna start anime and stuff and i'm what's a good one to start asking me out of us i'm the anime fan like dr stone's a good first one uh, Dragon Ball, if you can manage Dragon Ball Z or dra- heck, even Dragon Ball, they're good gateways. And I said Attack on Titan. And over off in the distance, my hand, you can't, oh, my hand is there. Like off in the way distance, some dude. Uh, imagine um, Carl Weezer mixed with Mr. Crocker. Oh, okay. <laughs> Come sliding over to us. Say, hey guys, I hear you're talking Attack on Titan. Have you guys read the manga? Uh, I raised my hand. I have. How about you guys? No, we're going to give it a shot. It looks kind of cool, but um, the Titan things look really weird, and they're looking at the final season. Like, honestly, if that's how the Titans all look, I don't think I can watch it because that looks kind of stupid. And I have a small tangent to go on on animation and probably way later. And they were just sitting there almost slandering it, more of a, an innocent slander because they don't understand what's going on. Mm-hmm. And this guy went ballistic and started saying, well, fuck you. Attack on Titans, the best show to ever be made. No anime could ever top it. It's better than the big three. It's better than the Sinister Six main main gen anime. And he's just sitting there bitching and bitching. And then he starts spoiling. Like, well, fuck you. This, 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 this. And left. Because I said, dude, fuck off before I bitch slap you back into a manga. You belong. Fuck off. Yeah, yeah. no. People like that, people that gatekeep anime and whatnot is one of my biggest pet peeves that I could possibly, like, uh, I don't like it. I don't like gatekeeping. There is an anime for everyone. Mm -hmm. There's something to get into. And don't get me wrong, Attack on Titan is, without a doubt, this generation's, like, one of its big three. Mm -hmm. Like, without a doubt. I'll agree to it wholeheartedly. It's just some of those awful fans are the reason I don't I will never say I like it or I will stand by a fan base is because I've had experiences like that, which I thought mm-hmm. were fake until I actually experienced. So Attack on Titan, though my hero is toxic, I would personally say, because I've heard more Attack on Titan toxicity than my hero, like in all honesty, like real life. I'd say in real life, in my experience, Attack on Titan has a worse toxic fan base than my hero, just from what I've oh. experienced. Yeah, I'd say from like a person to person perspective, I could definitely see AOT being worse. 
But from a social media perspective, especially Twitter, it's so bad. It's so bad because since I'm in charge of the news for BNB, like I have to stay on top of things like Twitter and TikTok and like pay attention to as much stuff as possible. And so I go through and I read threads and I'm like, oh my God, this is so bad. Why? Why is this a thing? I avoid Twitter because Twitter is just filled with bad opinions. I mean, but everyone has an opinion and that's what makes us all unique no, and great. I, ha- I had an old teacher. Even if, the, even if there are opinions that are wrong. That's what my, that's everyone has an opinion and they're all great. I had an old high school teacher, actually um, Will's mother, one of the main three, was said, um, Everybody's entitled to their own wrong opinion. And that's exactly and that's a motto I use. Whenever I use it, they're like, Yeah, your opinion's wrong. Exactly. Your opinion's wrong. And then I walk off. It pisses people off and I love it. And also my opinions may be wrong about things, but it's my opinion. Mm-hmm. And I'll stand behind it until I don't. <laughs> I will and I do not care what your opinions are unless they are super heinous. If it gets to be super bad. I will not care what your opinions are. You are allowed to have whatever you want. Like Brad here. Brad could like something like, um, uh, what? Oh, there's some anime. It's basically some anime about this girl who gets beat by a kid with a little slugger anime. You know what I'm talking about? No, I have no clue. It's some anime. This a girl, this artist is walking home one night, and she gets assaulted by a kid with a golden baseball bat. And it's called, and he's called Little Slugger. The golden baseball bat rolls around on wheeler, uh, wheeler skates, roller skates, and <laughs> he's just kind of causing havoc. But it's not even that. What I saw is just um, how he, how that one instance affected everybody. It's gonna piss mm-hmm. me, piss me off. So let me ask you our first Doken question while I actually Google this. So you said you used to play Doken, correct? Sorry, you're you're lagging. Uh oh, Brad. Me hear uh, me? Hello, hello, hello. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Okay, okay, we're back. We're back. We're good. Okay, I don't know. I, I guess it's because I was on Google at the same time. Damn it, internet! But um, you said you used to play Doken. So while I figured out what this is, why don't you tell us a little bit about why you got into Doken and why you inevitably fell off the uh, game, please? So Doken was one of those impulse downloads. I ran across the ad for it, I think, around the first anniversary for Global. And they're like, oh, hey, get all these summoning stones and get all these cool things. And I'm very skeptical whenever it comes to Facebook ads because they lie a lot about what you're going to get into. And I'm like, there's no way this is officially licensed by Toei and Toriyama. But then I actually get into it i'm like oh okay this is pretty cool all right it's got some cool visuals it's got some cool concepts and then i play it and then i realize oh no it's a gotcha game those are the worst for me because i will inevitably spend money because i i hate like real-time management games and anything that takes real time to grind and do things especially in a mobile game because mobile games are just meant to be played in like passing and just occasionally and i get it mobile games now have taken off a lot more than how they used to be back in the day their like general concept and everything have changed but still to me with my adhd brain 
it's like, mm, nah, like you just play it for a few minutes here or there. Like if you're in the bathroom or you're riding in a car with someone not driving, don't don't play games and drive kids. It's not good. But so it's just it's one of those things for me to where I was like, OK, sure, I'll give it a shot. This is fun. I started spending money. I started to get all these cool units and I'm like, all right, cool. This is sick. And then I moved back to where I am now and I just fell off of it because I felt like I got to a point in the game where I was extremely complacent. Okay. Fair enough. It is one of those things, honestly. I feel like a lot of people don't download it intending to play it forever. They tend to play it in passing. Me, me. Uh, here we are about to hit 70 mm -hmm. years on the game and I can't believe I've played this for six years. And it's honestly for gotcha games, Doken I would say is one of the better ones because I, I, I downloaded Pokemon Masters last night. So you told me before we got into this that Pokemon Masters, you have a tangent yeah. to go on about this. So let's let's hear it because I am interested because as someone who is a older generation Pokemon fan and has completely fallen off the wagon, except for the new Pokemon snap, the new Pokemon snap just reawakened <laughs> a part of my childhood that just made me so fucking excited again. So let's, let's hear it because I am curious what this game is about and why you have a rant about it. Okay. I downloaded last night for via one of the people in our um, Discord saying they have a Gira, uh, Cynthia who wears a Giratina-based outfit. Like, it's pretty much Cynthia mixed with Giratina, and she uses a Giratina, which I thought, okay, that sounds really sweet. Cynthia is one of my favorite Pokemon characters. She's not my absolute favorite, but she's one of. So I download this game. I go through the tutorial. Pokemon Masters fan, unless I am wrong, and no one has corrected me when I've said it, I'm about to make some of you angry because I'm going to insult your stupid game. And Do since you've played Doken, you understand the concept of dragon stones to go do multis and such, correct? Yep. So you're summoning, like it's your summoning currency, essentially. Right. These are just called gems in this game. You are give like I started off the game last night with roughly, we'll say about a little less than 7,000, right around 7,000 of these summoning gems. Like, Okay, mm -hmm. that's a good little thing to start. That's, I guess, two multis. It's pretty much two multis. Like a swiping through. Oh, look, daily summons. They're a little specialty thing. You can get some super, I think, higher rarity character. It'd be like a higher chance to get a good rare character. So, okay, click. My 7,000 stones. Are you sure you want to spend stones? Yes. You do not have enough gems. Okay, I wonder what the fuck that means. I'll swipe over to another one. It's, it's another one of those um, things. Go spend these amount of gems. Oh, I'm higher than that. Spend. You do not have enough. What the hell is going on? I swipe through, and then come the night, I spent a dollar or spent enough to get a hundred points to go do one summon in this game. Then I could go do those summons I did not have enough so, uh, gems to do. It has banners there you have to spend money on in order to summon. And special perks of it you have to spend money on to summon. So let's say if this Cynthia, you can get a, a, a multi that has a higher chance of getting her. Can I use it with the 7,000 I have? No, you have, you have to go buy 3,000 gems in order to summon. That? What? And unless, unless, Pokemon Masters fans, unless you can prove me wrong, 
That's the stupidest fucking thing I've ever heard for a game. Here's this thing you can go summon on. I outweigh the currency. No, you, you didn't spend money on it, so fuck you. You can't summon. Is it a completely different class of gems? Because I know Doken has the regular dragon stones, and then it has like the red stones and the blue stones and stuff like that. I, whenever I finally figured out a little more of it, it has a little selection of unpaid stones, paid stones. Unpaid stones, 7,198. Unpaid stones, zero. So then I tested it and bought stones, and then I could summon because these were paid stones. Does it not clearly distinguish the two whenever you're looking at the summoning page? And also, what do you spend your unpaid stones on? They have, the, they have normal banners, but if you want to go spend a specialty banner, you have to spend money, otherwise you can't summon on it. Like, there was one of them I wanted oh. to get Champion Leon from, I think, Sword and Shield with Eternatus, because Eternatus is one of my favorite design Pokemon. I had, mm-hmm. had 7,000 gems. I wanted to go summon on it. Well, I can't summon on it because I, don't, I didn't have 5,000 gems that I paid for. So I can't summon on that banner. So is it just because it's not clearly labeled? They're the same color things. Literally, you look at it, it's the same gem. It's just you didn't pay for these gems. They have the exact same currency. Exact same payment, exact same thing. It's just you didn't pay for them, so you can't use them on this one thing. Okay, so from that perspective, that kind of makes... I... So I get it. You want to get special summons, so let's offer special banners that you have to pay for and get. Okay, I get that concept. But the fact that you don't have them separated and labeled as a separate specialty item... I can see where that's infuriating. Like, like, that's ridiculous on that point. And if it was one of those things, like, you can summon out, you just have to spend, like, three times the amount to do it. Okay, fine. If it's five, if it's 3,000, I need 9,000. Okay, fine, I'll do that. There's at least a distinguishing. But I had to spend money so I could get 100 gems of the same gems that even added to my thing, my 7,000 gems that added to that. So I had 7,100 gems. And then I did the summon thing, and then I was back to 7,000 gems. Yeah, that's. It sounds like they need to update their classification as far as what gems are what and what can be spent exactly. on what. Because that I could see that being absolutely infuriating. Like if Dokkan did that to me, I would have given up on it a oh, same. lot sooner. Because that's dumb. Like the Dokkan does kind of have that. They have ticket summons, but you know what? You don't have. It's a specific thing. It's specific. Here's tickets. Here's another little set of things. You have a higher chance, but go spend money on it, as opposed to dragon stones. But that pissed Not me only off. that, but tickets tickets you can actually acquire and gain. Like you gotta do the what martial arts tournament or some shit like that. Okay, this like is, there's an option to get those. Different tickets, but yes, it, something like that. They now have a thing you go it's called peel off trove. When banners come out, you can go do a one time thing and um spend a little bit of money. Gets ten tickets. It gives you it's one free multi free uh, free multi. It's one multi with a much higher chance to get the unit. At least I say that every time I've got uh, them, okay. every time I bought those tickets and summoned, I got that unit in those tickets every single time. So it's like a guarantee. They're not going to sh- tell you it's a guarantee, but it's pretty much a guarantee you get this. It's a much higher, it's a much, much higher rate, at least for my, my experience with it. But yeah. And if that's what they did, I would have no problems. But the fact is, it's the same thing, exact same color, exact same everything, but you can't summon because I didn't spend 25 bucks on it. Fuck it. I gave it up. I turned the game off today. I deleted it. It's not going back on my phone. That's a fucking stupid-ass gotcha game. Yeah, like that. 
that makes no sense. That uh, just make make better, please. Okay, thanks. And like I said, Pokemon Masters fans, I could have done something wrong. Who knows? I don't think I have. But if I have, correct me and tell me why. But I don't think I have. Yes. So no. Please go after Hayden in the comments. Don't don't come after me just because I called called your game stupid. It's all on Hayden. I'm on his show. This is all him. I'll take a blame it. for it. I mean, that's that's just a stupid thing. It's it's not even gatekeep. It's not gatekeeping. It's just it's money. Spend money to do stuff, even though you have the stuff. Stupid. Yeah, I mean, it, you can't call it gatekeeping because whenever it comes to something like that, it's not, you know, just going after an entire fan base. It's right. just going after a game itself. Like the people who play it, good on you. Like if you can deal with that. Also, if you play the game without. Spending money, good on you. I'm not yep. one of those people. Like I, I want to progress, and I want to progress quickly. And if I don't get that kind of progression, then I'm leaving because there's grinding, and then there's an unnecessary amount of grinding. Mm-hmm. Like I said, if it wasn't for that, it, honestly, I could go grind and get the stones and keep summoning on different ones, but I couldn't get, well, I couldn't get the thing I wanted because it was locked behind a paywall, a money wall. That's what it is, locked behind mm-hmm. money. And mm, I'm not gonna. I'm not going to support something like that. I'll support Doken. I'll support other ones, but not something like that. Yeah. Don't be like EA. Mm. Have some decency. Pokemon, Masters, listen to me. Listen to the Small Town Podcaster. Make your game better, and this one person will play. Yes. Go, <laughs> go after the one, because it's that one. That could potentially have an influence on others. Oh yeah, who knows? I mean, one of or our don't don't let us tell you how to live your business. Listen to me. I am the way. I need that. I need to add in um the knuckles. Do you know the way? Meme with I am the way. He, he says he's the way as he punches his mic. I thumbed it. I saw that. I saw the mic get hit. It was. All right. So back to Doken. During your time of playing, you've played for a while. What would you say was your favorite unit, if you can remember? So my favorite unit, it was one of the last things that I got before I stopped playing because it's whenever LR started or started to become like really big mm-hmm. was the Super Saiyan Goku and then Dead Frieza from the Tournament of Power. Mm-hmm. Like that is one of my favorite scenes out of dragon ball super or out of the entire dragon ball series in general and so getting that getting the lr androids like stuff like that just made me extremely happy like i i really enjoyed those units they are very powerful i am very shit at team building but i don't care i play the game for fun well i'm pretty good at it so i've been told so yeah, honestly, that's a good scene. I love that scene as much as I shit on Dragon Ball Super. That is one of the coolest scenes out of the anime itself. And so unpopular opinion: Super is superior to Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z. Unpopular opinion: GT is better than Super. Even or actually, a very popular opinion: GT is shit minus some of its concepts. Baby was great. Super Saiyan 4 was great. That entire Shinron arc was hot garbage. And also Super 17, that arc was also garbage. He was in there for like two episodes. I'm not counting him as an 
I know, honestly, if I'd compare it, I would rewatch GT more than Super because Super makes no sense with how it left off in Z. GT has still some of that continuity that continues on, and that's why I prefer it. It doesn't just have ass poles for things, except for the blood wave at the end of the series, but I'll admit to that. That's an ass pole. That'll be fine. Super's better. And, I mean, I, I've, I've seen both of them. GT, I just find way more enjoyable. I like the villains better. They're much more original as opposed to, my parents were killed, so I'm going to be strong now. But it's one of those things to where I think Super is how Dragon Ball was supposed to be told in America. Because Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z, more specifically Dragon Ball Z, was very whitewashed whenever it got brought over to America. And that Goku had to be the hero. Like he had to be the big main guy of, okay, I can stop everything. I can overcome everything. You're evil. I'm going to beat you. Whereas the Japanese version and what we got in Super is that Goku literally gives a shit about nothing but fighting. Like, Goku is who he is supposed to be, and I love it. Like, he is a Saiyan at heart, and granted, he has a good heart because of that fall on his head. But still, he is how he is supposed to be. He's not the hero. He is somebody who put the entire fucking universe in danger because he wanted to fight strong people, and he made friends with God. Yeah, and also, as I've gone through at least later chapters of the manga, I was on a podcast a while back, Dragon Ball Super Dope. Guys, go check it out. It's where we review one of the manga chapters. And one of the things I've thought about it, it's kind of ruined Goku's character. As much as I disagreed with it at first, it's ruined Goku's character, at least in how it's explained. Because, as you said, Goku became a good guy because he hit his head, correct? Mm hmm. Whereas in now Super, that beginning, I was, I'm pretty sure that beginning got retconned with Dragon Ball Minus, which was a, the, said to be the canon opening of the opening of the Dragon Ball Super Broly movie with that whole Bardock sequence. But as it continues on, it's just pretty much that Goku wasn't special. The good genes ran in his family, so he just was good. That's kind of ruined, as much as I disagreed with Kyle at first, Kyle, for listening to me. I hate that you were right, but it's kind of ruined the character of Goku, at least in that opinion of it, is he's no longer the unique one when it could be anybody could be. So that's another mm -hmm. reason I don't like Super that much. Yeah, and again, there's a lot of continuity issues. There's a lot of, like, Toriyama being Toriyama, and if you don't know what I mean by that, the dude is one of the most incredibly lazy but most gifted individuals in the anime community. Like I talked about this the last time we tried to record this, but super Saiyan, the reason it's a different colored hair is because this motherfucker got so lazy that he wanted to stop coloring in the hair black. So he made it white in the manga. And then therefore for the anime, they couldn't just do white, especially with the art style at the time. So they went with gold, which is cool. And I like the aesthetic of it, mm -hmm. but it all started because this man was too fucking lazy to color in hair. Also, Launch. Does anybody remember Launch? <laughs> Launch wasn't in Dragon Ball Z because the motherfucker forgot about her. 
this bitch was cool as hell, but he forgot she existed. He admitted he forgot she existed in an interview. That's why she wasn't in Z. And it makes me so upset. As much as we love Dragon Ball, it's it's not a perfect game. It's good. It's not perfect. So Dragon Ball stands. As much as I love Dragon Ball, our show is garbage. <laughs> yeah, and here's the thing. Like, I've seen people on TikTok talk about it now, and it makes so much sense. The big three would not hold up today with today's generation at all. The pacing is shit. The animation is shit. Like, even for the time, it's very dated for what a lot of it is. But the nostalgia and everything else, like, I still love it. Like, Dragon Ball will always hold a special place in my heart. But compared to a lot of the shit from today, it's kind of garbage. <laughs> oh, I, yeah, it really is. I think the only one, at least well, one piece, of course, because it's lasted for 50 generations at this point, is hard to beat. But um, honestly, I'd say... Yeah, but if, Go ahead. I'd say Bleach, if they started off a little quicker than they did, I think it was... When was the Soul Reaper Society arc? Like, didn't it start in like episode 40, 41? Yeah, I think it was like late 30s or early 40s. If they and it's similar with One Piece as well. One Piece takes it like 30 or 40 episodes to get going. Naruto, from episode 4 on, kind of kicks off. But everything else, like every other part of the big three, like it just wouldn't hold up to today because of its oh, pacing. No. Exactly. And, that's, and I'll agree to it. And one thing I've actually thought about, so... um. Anime fans, I may trigger you. I may trigger Brad here, because a lot of this, I'm just making up as I'm going, because that's how the show works. But Brad, what is your opinion on animation when it comes down to anime in general? If it's good animation, do you watch it or no? So for me, I think animation, as someone who does graphic art and does like anime-type drawings, like I drew the logo for B&B. Like, Art and animation is something that I'm passionate about, but it's not the biggest factor. Like with Tanaka-kun, the art style on that is extremely simple and it's dumb, but it's still the greatest comedy anime I've ever seen because of the story. I'm very much a story okay, good. person. Good. Now, whenever it comes to shows like Violet Evergarden, would I enjoy that as much if the animation wasn't as pretty? Probably not. But Violet Evergarden is still minus some of its age things, but that's that's an entirely different story. If you get rid of all the ages in the show, that show is goddamn amazing. Like it is so good. But the if the animation wasn't as pretty and as top tier as what it is, or even Demon Slayer, if Demon Slayer didn't have the animation of what it is, would I enjoy it as much? Probably not. Like animation and especially with today's generation, with how much we are spoiled, it if it's not what it needs to be, and the story isn't there, then I I just can't. Prime example, Domestic Girlfriend, Fire OP, good animation, shit story, so therefore shit anime. Okay, and that's, that's how I am. I prefer... Like, as I'm now, I'm 21 years old. For listeners out there who don't know, I'm 21. I'm not some guy I was, thought I was, like, in my late 30s because of the uh, weird... Uh, 
I don't know how to explain this. I have a weird sh uh, swing about me with my words. Sometimes I'm eloquently enough, spoken enough that I sound much older than my years. Other times I sound way below my years. But um, I'll agree. I like stories more. So I've gone back and I've started playing old games. Like I have, um, can't see it, but I have an actual Nintendo hooked up in my room trying to play old games. I play old PlayStation games for the story, even though it's because... I made a TikTok. I granted I took it down because um, nobody ever saw it, so I don't want any sort of bad negativity on the thing where it doesn't affect positive like YouTube. But um, you cannot. So, Brad, I'm going to apologize if this triggers you prior in advance. All right, let's let's hear it. You cannot be an anime fan if you watch it solely for the animation. You cannot call yourself an anime fan if you solely watch it for animation. I feel. Like, although anime itself is a medium, animation is not what truly makes an anime an anime. Animation can enhance mm -hmm. what an anime is. But if you can give me a beautiful story with subpar animation, then I'm game for it. Exactly. I'm here for it. Like, I've heard people shit on the Berserk anime, the um, one that's on Netflix, the original, and the, Amazon, the one that came out on Amazon like, 2016. Because of the animation, they're mm -hmm. sitting there like, we're not, don't watch this because of how bad it looks. What the fuck are you going to do? Read it? I mean, it, it'll take you four times as long to read it as opposed to watching it, so just watch it. It's the same story. And Demon Slayer, you were talking about Demon Slayer. If it did not have the same amount of animation levels it has now, like with Ren Goku for a prime example, because of his flashy colors, which I still love, it would not be as mainstream as it is. So, mm -hmm. And I've read the Demon Slayer manga from start to finish. And so Ufotable does a beautiful job of translating what you see in the manga to the screen. But what they do with those effects, with the breathing techniques and everything that they have, is just splendid. Oh, yeah. And it just adds to it. So... I think animation plays a huge part in what anime is, but the animation itself is not truly what makes an anime. Now, with that being said, with things like Your Lion April, I think a soundtrack is also a huge part in oh, yeah. what it is. Or a silent voice. Like, oh. a soundtrack also makes it. It takes everything to truly make, like, a top-tier 10 out of 10 yeah. anime. I've, just, I've seen people shit on stories just because of animation. Like Attack on Titan, this final season, since they took off the same, I've heard people say they're stopped watching because of how shitty the Titans were. So, in general, season four is nowhere near as spectacular as seasons one through three from an animation standpoint. Now, I get it. They swapped studios. They swapped a MAPPA. And the reason being is, for one... No other studio wanted to take on Attack on Titan Season 4. MAPPA was the only ones that wanted to step up to the challenge because of how big Season 4 was going to be and everything that had to be created for it. But they butchered it. Mikasa, they butchered. Armin, they butchered. The CGI, they butchered. Eren, daddy. But... <laughs> <laughs> but no, they they butchered so much about it. Like it's so 
uh, they they butchered it so much. But again, that new OP for season four, part two, that is spectacular. And the animation on that OP is spectacular. They have the ability to do everything so right. And they fuck it up so much. And it upsets me so much. I, I'll agree. It doesn't look as well, but I, like I said, I'm now for a story. Like, Seven Deadly Sins. It's notorious for its later seasons of having bad animation. Yes. However, and again, so I see it compared to the scene between Kenny and Levi in season three of like that one shot of Levi's eye with the rock soaring past it in season three had a bigger animation budget than seven deadly sins. Mm -hmm. And yeah, like that plays a huge part in it. But also I gave up on seven deadly sins after season one because they brought in power scaling. And whenever it comes to power scaling, I give Dragon Ball a pass because of nostalgia. Nothing else gets that from me. Nothing else gets that pass. Power scaling is a cop-out for good storytelling. Uh, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll somewhat agree. It just depends on some situations that can be done right. Other times, not so much, but I'll shout, I'll, for, I'll, nine times out of ten, I'll say yeah. But yeah, just because it's bad animation, people, doesn't mean it's a bad anime. You can suffer through it. Yeah, and again, as long as the story's there, and you can get behind the story and get into it, then by all means, like, it's great. Now, if you start off with good animation and then you go to shit animation, there's no excuse for that. Oh, no. Whatsoever. And that's Prime a case in point. Uh, I mean, Seven Deadly Sins is a really good point of that. Mm -hmm. But also, Dead Man Wonderland. And I'm going to piss off a lot of people. With this, Dead Man Wonderland is nowhere near as good as people make it out to be. I didn't. Like Period. It. I watched the first like five episodes, and I know people say watch longer, but if something, if I don't see something later on that catches my attention, One Piece. I my brother-in-law watched One Piece. I started watching around episode like seven hundred. Whenever they made it to the uh, spoilers for One Piece fans out there, so I apologize. You can click off or skip ahead a couple seconds. Whenever they go down into the water and meet all the mer people. That first time I saw that with um, what's his? I can't remember the name of Arlong's like brother or whatever. The other one, no one that tried to mm -hmm. be like Arlong. That was something to watch towards. So whenever I watched One Piece, the opening was slow, but I had something to watch towards. Dead Man Wonderland, I knew nothing about. Eh, eh, eh. I didn't like so, it. As someone who has seen Dead Man Wonderland through three times, I can tell you that. Compared to the manga, and as someone who has not read the manga but has seen the timeline of the manga, they fuck that show up entirely. Not as bad as Promise Neverland. The Promise Neverland. That that's a whole other story. But they butcher the timeline so much. And not only that, the last three episodes of Dead Man Wonderland, like the first ten, some of the most spectacular and cool animation I have ever seen. And then the last three episodes, that is some of the most hot garbage animation I have ever seen. Period. I'm talking, like, have you seen those frames from Dragon Ball Super whenever it first started coming out? Like, Goku and Super Saiyan 3 and shit like that? Yeah, and all, yeah. It's like that, but for the entirety of the episode. It's not key frames. It's entire episodes. It's so... Uh, I imagine the similarity. It can ruin it. Imagine a similarity between um, Ice Age. Have you seen the new Ice Age movie that's coming out? Or has come out? Mm. 
remember how good Ice Age looked? Yes. And how it was actually defined. You look at this new Ice Age, it looks like a game that'd be on the PlayStation 2. Ew, like, if I don't know if you can, no. but if you could look up a picture and see it, oh my god, is it terrible. Like, I mean, let me do that really quick. So, I mean, let me open up a new tab. And for people out there who don't, may not know, Brad's more anime than Doken, so this is more anime talk, however long it's been. But you know what? That's okay. We're Brad's enjoying this, right, Brad? I'm having a great time. Like, considering this is the second time we've been through this, like, I'm having just as much fun this time as I did the last time. In fact, I think I've tangented a lot more this one, so it's a lot more up my alley. Oh, like it. And that's why this, you know. Some of these, I may just some of these, like, Doken Who's and stuff, get to be more one versus one. That way we don't have trying to, me trying to converse with said person, and then said person too, and trying to, you know, conglomerate, when I have no clue what they're going to say. I mean, not only that, but, I mean, if you trust whoever else you have on here with you whenever you're doing a, you know, two-on-one episode or something like that, and you trust in their ability to like be able to carry on with that person. It definitely helps with if there's a lull in the conversation. And again, this time there's been pretty much no lull between you and I. So it's different again from how I said at the start of this episode, where if you had had this with me like a year and a half ago, there'd be a lot more awkward pauses and shit like that. So having an extra person can kind of help with that dynamic of like bringing in stuff and being able to carry on that conversation instead of just, awkward pause yeah and that also goes the same with your guest as well to where if you can't get more out of your guest or your guest isn't as outgoing as you would want them to be then it definitely creates that kind of lull that's why that's why granted granted i know we met in a hot topic and i offered you pistachios when you first met but i like to meet the people prior and that way you get a little sense Mm -hmm. of the vibe and stuff see how well we'd Let's converge with each other. My hands weren't on the screen and they're turning purple. But yeah, better than just hopping in. Hey, yeah. let's record and have no input, no knowledge whatsoever through it. Mm-hmm. Not only that, but you get a sense for how they are, their cadence for things, how they kind of carry themselves in conversation. But also, you never want to go into a podcast recording cold. Unless you're like Blue and I, and we know each other so well at this point to where we can literally jump in and say, hey, how's it going? Hit record and go. Because we just have that connection and that ease with one another to where we can literally just jump together and start bullshitting. But it's the first time you've met someone, you don't have that kind of chemistry or that makeup to be able to go, hey, let's do this. So you got to sit down, chill out, settle in, and then just kind of go from there because otherwise everybody's just tense and uneasy yeah i'm thinking of back to our first episode where i gave my guys like five minutes heads up hey guys let's record a podcast and (laughs) you see whenever you gave them that five minutes was that five minutes without being in a discord call talking yep and then how long did you talk in discord before you hit that record button 25 about maybe not 25 seconds, but maybe two minutes at most. Like, what the fuck are we doing? Hey, we're recording a Doka podcast. Okay, what the fuck do we need to know? Um, Go to Twitter. Look at this picture. Tell me how you want these guys gone. Okay, three, two, one, go. 
<laughs> yeah. And again, if you like follow Blue and I's progression from episodes one through 10 to episode 98, which is our most recent episode, there is a vast difference in how all of that goes. Like if you listen to the Your Lie in April episode, which is still to date our longest episode of three and a half hours to 98 where we covered uh, that time I got reincarnated as a slime. There's so much of a difference. Like back in the day, we used to like have a script of bullet points of, okay, here's, you know, here's our intro. This is how long we're going to do the intro. This is, you know, how long we're going to banter and bullshit. Then we have to do news. We have to do this. I'm not going to lie. It's gotten to a point now to where I'm so comfortable with everything. I don't take notes anymore mm-hmm. i sometimes may or may not do news like you've listened to some episodes you know that i'm a lazy bastard and don't do news half the time it's literally just go with the flow and just do things now whereas before it was just uneasy and even back whenever we started like i would have still considered blue one of my best mates but it's just it doesn't matter how close you are. Whenever you just start out doing something, it's not going to be a fun, easy time. It might be fun, but it's definitely not easy at all. I've tried. We have one of our guys in my Discord who's wanted to start a new podcast. And um, he's kind of, I tried to explain it to him. Kind of how what you were saying is you started off very meticulous and went from meticulous to chill, laid back, and just, oh, I thought I'd, I thought I'd vanish into purple, but... um. <laughs> you tried. Uh, you got too much light on. Cut some light off. Uh, uh, Spotify people, you have no clue what I'm talking about. YouTube people, you do. Yeah. But I'm sitting there trying to. I mean, honestly, they, I see the YouTube side has better on this one because they can see our reactions and stuff. Did you look at the picture, by the way? What picture? Ice Age. Yes. So, with that being said. <laughs> I don't feel like it necessarily looks any worse per se. Cause I just Googled new ice age movie and looked at it, but it looks the same. Oh, at least from the images I saw, like it looks the same. There's not as much detail put into it. Like the hair doesn't look like hair. It just looks like, uh, like 3d, not even like, what is the thing? Autodesk. That's what it is. Autodesk 3d animation. Mm. That's just kind of what it looks but then, like. But then look at the new Buzz Lightyear. That looks great. Exactly. I'm so excited to go see that one. I'm genuinely wanting to go see it. I think it's going to be good. I don't know if I'm going to go see it. I don't know if the girlfriend is going to drag me to see it. But who knows? I might go see it. I might wait for it to come out on like Disney Plus or some shit. Who knows? I, if it's exciting enough, if I hear about it, and I'm, if I hear good enough reviews, I'll watch it in theaters. Because if it's good enough reviews, I go watch it in theaters. If not, I wait for it to come to DVD. Like, um, unless I, mean, was... I waited, I waited like three months or not three months, fuck, like three or four weeks to go see Spider Man in theaters. Ah, oh, was that was such a good movie. My dad and I watched it that second weekend. See, uh, it was really good, but it's not what everybody hyped it up to be. I felt like it got so overhyped that it just kind of fell flat. That, for me, but it's still really good. Like I'd give it a eight and a half. I mean, I gave it a nine and a half. So you and I are close to where, pretty much, honestly. Yeah, and I mean, I don't know. Like I love everything they did with it. I'm not gonna give any spoilers, and I love all the callbacks and stuff that mm-hmm. they brought to it. 
And this isn't a spoiler because it was in the trailers, but Doc Ock, it was so good to see Doc Ock again. Like that made me so happy. And then seeing the interviews and stuff of the guy that played Doc Ock backstage and like how happy he was to be back and get to play with all the new technology and shit like that. That brings me nothing but joy. I heard a thing. Tom Holland was talking about Alfred Molina. That's him. Was saying like you, he he had so much fun just playing with the things, and he'd be in a conversation with them. He'd be on a panel or pedestal thing that just moves around, and be talking to him. Next thing you know, without him even controlling it, or I don't know if he said he did, he just leave the conversation and just swipe or just fly away. Yeah, the conversation would just take him away, and I'm like that. That just makes me so happy it was. with stuff like that. So I love what they did with it. The film itself was kind of, like I said, it was good, like eight and a half, but it wasn't as good as everybody was saying it was the greatest Marvel film of all time. I wouldn't. At this point. Yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah, I'm not going to agree with that. It's definitely a top five, I would say, in all honesty. It's a top five greatest Marvel, in my mm-hmm. opinion. And that's some. Yeah. That's one problem with shows. And I guess we can go on to a. Since we've talked a lot of anime we can talk ask one more doken question and go back to our banter and then do one more question and because that's kind of how it's been is banter question banter question i mean i i feel like there's just an easy way to do it because i know whenever you and i talked about doing this you're like all right i've got like three or four different questions and then it's just kind of that's it and then the rest of it is pretty much just like banter and talking about this that or the other and i'm like you see that's the way it should be like if your entire premise is built around like three or four questions then it's like all right you have like a good start middle and end point with your three questions and then from there it's what can you do with those questions or how can you spin the narrative to make it as interesting and fun as you can possibly make it and that's one of the things i'm going to talk about talk to blue about here in the next little bit is i kind of want to do like a spinoff theory or like spinoff kind of podcast thing that I want to call anime Island to where I want to be like where we can have guests on and talk about like what three anime, like if you're going to be trapped on an Island for the rest of your life and you can only have three anime and then like a couple extra accessories or items to take with you, what would those three anime be and why? And just kind of build a thought off of that. One Piece for sure, because that show is going to outlive me on that island, for sure. But it it's going to be everything up to current date. Like, once you're stuck on that island, you're not going to get the new content that's coming out. Oh, you didn't say that. I mean, you're stuck on an island, mate, and everything gets burned onto a DVD. Like, you can't get any more once you're stuck on the island. Well, how are you getting technology? Well, how are you getting electricity on this island? Look, don't you dictate to me how I'm going to run my show. Don't break don't break the rules that weren't there. Yeah, exactly. Th- this is like we're talking about my realm now. I don't give a shit if I'm on your show. This is my <laughs> realm. I'm the god here now. Got your Sakura blossoms <laughs> in the background wrong. City. Exactly. See, this is this is great. You have your realm in your metropolis set up by Discord, and I'm sitting here in my Sakura forest, being the most content person ever. So, what? Back to before. Okay, so would it be like anime, like as a whole? So, if I chose Dragon Ball, would it be Dragon Ball or the Dragon Ball franchise? So, I believe it would be series specific. So, if you want Dragon Ball Z, then it would be Dragon Ball Z. It can be the entire set of arcs in Dragon Ball Z. Or say if it's Attack on Titan, then you can have all four seasons of Attack on Titan or My Hero with all five seasons. Whereas for me, it would be 
ReZero, Your Lion April, and then, I don't know, probably something like Q or something like that that's just fun and a great fucking time to watch. I gave Q like 10 episodes before it left Netflix. My best friend said, Aiden, watch it! Okay. I couldn't get Mate, it. Mate, no, no shit. Q is one of the best things I have ever seen. I can def- If it tells you anything, season three is one tournament match. It's 10 episodes and it's one volleyball match. I was on the edge of my fucking seat for the entire 10 episodes. Um, I, I gave it a fair, I say, typically I do three episodes because unless if it's something I don't know about, because three episodes can either catch you or or make or break. I know someone will say, like, you got to Every anime fan has the three episode rule. Like it's, it's purely three episodes. Some you can tell in one episode Mm -hmm. if you're not going to like it. Again, I'm going to reference Domestic Girlfriend. Paranoia it, Agent. That's the one I was thinking about earlier. Mm-hmm. Like, you can, you can obviously tell within the first episode, or you have an idea within the first episode. Some shows take a little bit longer right. to kind of hook you, which is where the three-episode rule comes in. Domestic Girlfriend, I knew from episode one, this is a shit concept. But Mina Me, with that OP, is one of the greatest things I've ever seen. And I'll typically, even if I find episodes bad, I give everything. I I'm one of those people. I like experiencing almost everything in this world. There are some things I refuse to do, no matter what they are. Skydiving, deep water diving. I don't like because I I played the ocean. I played Subnautica, and it gave me a fear of the ocean that I can't break. I had a fear of the ocean before I played Subnautica, and Subnautica sucked. I love the game. The game is so much fun. You should play but fuck it. the ocean. You should play it in VR, like how it's supposed to be. What? Apparently, no, 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 no. But back to your island thing. If it's anything, I'd have to pick one. I, I, I technically I cheat, but I would have the Berserk anime. I'd have the entirety of Berserk anime from beginning to end. That'd be the only anime I would want. I'll cheat and say that the that the anime got finished from beginning to end, and then I'd be happy with the Kingdom Hearts franchise. Have those two things? I think I could live on an island. Hmm. And uh, I don't know. Like, I think there's so much you can run with and do with with a concept like that. And so that's why I kind of want to start it and do it, just because it brings up, for one, like what animes are sentimental to that person, and what means like the most to you, and what, and you can also tell a lot about somebody by their favorite animes and why they love those animes. And as somebody who studied five years, is that Pyramid Head? Yeah, I love Pyramid Head. He's one of my favorite horror villains, horror game things. Oh, I I love Silent Hill. Like Silent Hill's amazing. So I I feel that I I actually have a statue around here somewhere that you might have. You played The Last of Us? I have. I love The Last of Us, even the second one, despite people have you bitching about. Two? Yep, I love it. Okay, so check this out. Hold up. <laughs> Brief By the way, sorry for the editing. This is not going to be fun for you. You thought it was going to be a challenge, but I can pause. Whoa! The Sakura Blossoms look so cool! <laughs> <laughs> for people out there, he's, showing, yeah. a, he's showing an Ellie playing the guitar from like the original teaser, and that looks... I, can, I know what it looks... That looks badass. Yeah, so I got two <laughs> copies of the collector's edition because I 
I'm not going to lie. I was one of those assholes that's just like, oh, I have the potential to sell this on eBay. But then I got extremely sentimental with it because I love The Last of Us. And I got two copies because one, I still have it packaged in my closet sitting. So it will forever retain its value, if not go up. <sighs> but will I ever actually sell it? Probably not. I doubt it. But on that same token, though, the statue from the original game out of the box still sells for like over a thousand dollars. So there's a reason why I'm keeping it sealed in the box. But that one, the one that I have out of the box, like I have a statue collection. I love my anime figures and I want to collect more. It's like I do with manga. I don't collect manga. I have the Kingdom Hearts manga, but that's really the only physical ones I ever have. So I got all of Demon Slayer. Jiminy freaking right Sakura Blossoms are not working well with you, my friends. No, no, they're not having a good time. But also I have a original first print volume one and two of Fruits Basket sitting on my desk as well. I haven't seen Fruits Basket. I've heard that's a good one. The original we covered not too long ago on the podcast, and it was fun. I really want to cover the new bit because it, again, I, I just love anime and good storytelling. Apparently the reboot has been the best that Fruits Baskets has ever been. So I'm down for it. I'm here for it. Give it to me. All of it. So many good anime out there that deserve like, more continuation and stuff, but don't get it. Some that don't deserve it and get more. Mm, and I feel like that's going to be one of my biggest questions that I'm going to ask if I do continue with that pon- podcast concept is if there's one series that never got an end that you would want to see end, what would it be and why? Because everybody has watched an anime that never got a second season that they really wanted to or they that they wanted to see end. Yeah. And then also, how would you want that series to end if you got the create it because again there's so much that you can tell by like what a person wants to see out of something that they never got to see in and also just let them be as creative as they want to be with it because i mean why not yeah i can like take the dimension w it has though i don't they never got a second season and i'm hopefully never does because it had a good first season but i had an idea for a second season for it but you know what since you haven't seen it, I shall not spoil it if you do ever watch it, because I'd say it's worth a watch. Mm-hmm. And then speaking of creativity, I know your third question has something to do with creativity. <laughs> yeah, this is a Doken podcast. Man. Yeah. It's so fun talking just 1v1 recording anime talk with people. Right? Because, I mean, again, it's just a medium that we love, so why not talk about it? Exactly. So with you playing Doken, I'm assuming you've been off for quite a while. I think we managed to convince you to get it last time you got on. I don't know if you. I haven't re-downloaded. I haven't played it yet. Okay, but yeah, he's he's. But he, it is like downloaded and updated, so that's baby steps. Baby steps. It's that um uh, that yep. movie Santa Claus is coming to town. Put one foot in front of the other. Song. Pretty much, yeah. That's it. So right now, with what you see, well, I don't know if you've seen anything, but um, for Doken, what unit or what character? Would you, if you wanted to put in the game, would you have added to the game that could bring you back? Like, take me on the Japanese side. If I was off, they just added a one-arm future Gohan, 
which my favorite Dragon Ball character. They had a Trunks and Gohan and to feud one arm future Gohan card, which if I wasn't playing Dokken, I would absolutely play it for that get on just to play for that unit. So mm -hmm. what would that be for you? What character would it be that could bring you back? So I haven't changed my answer from the first time we recorded this because I've thought about it ever since you told me the file got corrupted on the last one. Yeah. I was like, hmm, maybe I, I could get more creative. But I no, I think my stroke of yeah, my stroke of genius is that I want a LR Ultra Ego Vegeta and Mastered UI a Goku card together of them standing side by side. Okay, I didn't remember that. Yeah, I want it. I want it so much just because it Ultra Ego is a fantastic form for Vegeta to be able to take and try to master, but also the fact that mastered Ultra Instinct Goku is fully a thing now. It's just it makes me so happy. And I just I want the two homies together, the two best friends to the end. Yeah, I hate the name, though. Ultra Ego. I find that is a very stupid name. But it's so Vegeta. Like at it first, is. whenever I heard it, I was like, and I'm not going to lie. I got super hype because I'm like, that's just that's so Vegeta. But then I was like, nah, that's kind of lame. But it's also not like Vegeta is all about his pride and his ego. So it's fitting. Who gives a shit if it's the God of Destruction powers manifested in Super Saiyan? I well, don't care. It's badass. One of my buddies, college buddies, actually, who got it, who does Dragon Ball, actually said what it should have been called because we had Ultra Instinct sign, which was a sign, which, you know, Goku used against Jiren, which I think looks cooler than full Ultra Instinct. But um, it should have been called Prince of Destruction form. Because he's Prince of All Saiyans getting tapping into the power and he's second in command. Theoretically second in line for God of Destruction, so this is my Prince of Destruction form. And have to do a golden freeze. I place. mean I I feel like he'll probably call it that at some point, just because again that's Vegeta's. But also, since King Vegeta's dead, he could be King of Destruction. Because that is technically the last step before God. Well no if you want to look at it. Well, he, he said he can never be king because King Vegeta died, so that's a sad, that's a very sad I mean, that's sentiment. How, yeah, but that's also how hierarchy works. No, I know how it works, but in the Broly movie I watched it long ago, it said, Vegeta! Vegeta! Planet Vegeta got destroyed! Shut up, Nappa. Man, I'll never be, a, I'll never be King Vegeta, is what he said. He, that's, he's just prince because of respect. He never got redeemed it. He just got, you know, but it's ultra ego. So let the ego take over. Take your rightful place as king. Do it. Do it. That's why it's this Prince of Destruction, because it's still second in. Because no matter how, because technically, technically Whis could be the true god of destruction. I know he's an angel, but he could fuck Beerus up with a finger tap. So. Yeah. I mean, a lot of that, though, is just because Whis has fully mastered Ultra Instinct, too. Uh, yeah. One weird thing about it is there's different levels of mastery. Like, you have 10% level mastery. 20, 50. And you have the Grand Priest, who has mastered it. Also, can we get Kaioken Ultra Instinct? Because um, that aura would look sick. Okay, I actually... And silver with the red? I actually had a guy on my TikTok. Go check out the Doken Wayne TikTok, everybody. Doken underscore Wayne underscore podcast. I'll have another plug of another Doken thing later on. But somebody actually asked, could you combine Ultra Instinct with Kaioken? I don't think you can. 
because Ultra Instinct is supposed to be a more calming effect on the body. You let your body just take, do whatever it does. You know, pretty much is an easy way to say it for non-Dragon Ball fans. Let your body just go as it is with no stress, no hatred, no nothing. Kaioken doesn't do that because it puts a strain and a stress on the body and can tear the body apart. So I, unfortunately, as cool as that would be, I personally don't think they could mesh. I mean, from a fundamental standpoint, no, absolutely not. But for a plot armor standpoint, <laughs> you bet your ass that's a real thing. I mean, he's been able to combine Super Saiyan with it, so, I mean, Saiyan, Super Saiyan, Super God. Saiyan, Super Saiyan Blue, Super Saiyan Blue times 20. I'm I'm talking about combining Ultra Instinct with Super Saiyan, but yeah, he did do that too. Super yeah, Saiyan. and I mean, it it'll happen at some point. Like Ultra Instinct will merge with Super Saiyan, like it'll become like its own new form, and then he'll be able to Kaioken it, and it's it's just Goku. It's plot armor. It's a thing. I actually like when the recent thing. Uh, are you caught up with the Dragon Ball Super manga? Hmm. That where he actually just tapped into it. I think that's how it should all be because Ultra Instinct itself should be its own separate thing where you can just tap into it and other things. Just as much as I love Goku, I'm tired of transformations. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like with Ultra Instinct, I think eventually what they're going towards is Goku will fully be an Ultra Instinct at all times because it should get to a point to where it's just his base form. Maybe. Dragon Ball, we never know. Because, I mean, that's Whis. Like, Whis is always pretty much in Ultra Instinct. And so are the rest of the angels, the Grand Priests, so on and so forth. And so, therefore, that just should be its base. But also, base Goku now versus base Goku, like, back whenever Dragon Ball starts, people forget are not the same Goku oh, no. at all. No. Like, base Goku now is well above where he was whenever he first went Super Saiyan on Namek. Yeah, and, um, there are some, like, I've, I've started doing anime stuff on the TikTok, and I'll sit there and some people argue, like, Goku is multiversal, and I'll agree to that when he goes down to his full power, he's multiversal and stuff like that. But then you have the ones that downplay him, like, um, Dragon Ball, we talked about power scaling a while back, and Dragon Ball is very bad with power scaling, in all honesty. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, it's really bad, which is why I say, if it wasn't for a nostalgia standpoint, <laughs> oh, yeah. I'd tear Dragon Ball apart because, from a power scaling standpoint. Because if you go power level wise, Goku should have been um, universal before Majin Buu was around, if you go by math. I mean, Goku was planetary back at the beginning of the Cell arc. Uh, yeah, and that's where I was doing some of the things is I actually did if we go math based, because in the power in the Saiyan saga, though the power levels weren't set, I don't think they went over fifty thousand power level. If I'm being honest, I think that's a fair number. I don't think they went over that. Uh, I think Goku and Vegeta. I think they were like at a twenty-five ish standpoint, twenty-five k standpoint before Kaioken got involved. The max I was max I'd actually thought would have been. Because I know I just used this as an example. If Goku's max power level was 9,000, because you know it's over 9,000, was it mean? But if that was his max thing without Kaioken, his max power level could only be 36,000. But I know it's higher than that, but that's why I just, you know. Yeah. But I used that and actually just pissed people off because I said, but if you go based on math, come um, Namek Saga before Super Saiyan, 
Goku would have been solar system level. Then you add on Super Saiyan, boom, that dude's um, multi-solar system level. So, as one dude said, Naruto was boundless. So I had to go through and, you know. Well, I mean, technically, most shonen protagonists like Naruto and Goku and Luffy have no limits. Like, right. they constantly overcome those limits. So they are boundless and then but it's like the conversation of you know who could kick whose ass in their own universe there is nobody because in their level of power scaling and their like chi or chakra or in bleach's case spiritual pressure and energy cases like they are as top tier as they can be in those things so if one were to go to the other's universe they would have their ass kicked by whoever belongs in that universe but if you scale everything evenly there's no telling um, who could actually come out on top. And I just did that. To, I did that just to trigger people because this guy, I scaled Naruto to boundless at the end of Shippuden. And then you add that on top of now Boruto Naruto. He's beyond boundless. He's above fiction. And this guy was serious. This guy was legit serious. I was like, dude, if Naruto is boundless, then you took it. Look at me. I'm beyond God. So I could kick Naruto's ass with an eraser. Yeah. But yeah, Ultra Ego and Goku unit would be, I feel like, I feel like that'd be the final thing Doken would ever do. Like, the game's about to die, it's a, it's a final bluff. Can you, will this, will revive it, or will this be our final thing? Happy. And I feel like that, and again, I realize I'm getting back into the game now, just because I want to see what new stuff the game has to offer, and just kind of where I left off. But if they did that, that'd be a hundred percent redownload for me because that just you're going after people that pay attention to the story and where it's going and where it's at. So you and that's a way just to bring in an audience is, you know, bring in the hardcore Dragon Ball fans that keep up with everything. Yeah. And. Oh, Doken, I'm I'm I, the anime needs to come back because Doken's running out of ideas because they're now just recirculating things. Yeah. Like, Which it'll come back eventually. I think they're just giving the manga time to get ahead. Yeah. I mean, I saw apparently there's going to be a rumor that the anime is going to return at the end of the year. This Dragon Ball thing is coming up in the next hour long. It's supposed to rumored to have Dragon Ball Super anime news. Supposedly. But we'll see. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping because it's been like, what, four years? Three or four years since Super ended? Something like that, yeah. And there's so much they can do, like, manga-wise. Ma- non-manga readers, you read it, you'll be like, well, here's 50 different things they could do, as opposed to Kale and Khalifa got their, like, fifth implementation of units in the game about two months ago. A month ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think there are three arcs ahead right now in the manga. So there's there's plenty of shit to... Definitely. Go through. And now with the Dragon Ball Super Superhero movie coming out in April, it'll be even better because they'll have something more to play off of. Yeah. Also, just give us give us Gohan. That's what I want. That's why I'm looking forward to the film. Give us more Gohan. So I guess we can end our whole thing talking about the Dragon Ball movie because I've asked my couple questions and I know you're sitting there like you got to have your four questions, but I typically have upwards of ten because there's someone over there asking questions with me. Mm-hmm. But, um, so, 
Dragon Ball Super Superhero. Are you excited for this movie? The Dragon Ball fan in me is the podcast content creator and overall like arcing thought process on the entire thing. No, because Toei Animation is a bunch of greedy dirtbag assholes that literally have tarnished their name in the anime community from the perspective of what they've done to content creators and how they've treated their LGBTQ staff. Like the things that they have done to the community and their own employees is just from my perspective, just unforgivable Yeah, when- to do. So it's like, I want to go see it because I have a podcast to do. Like I have content that needs to be made, but at the same time, I don't want to give money to a company that doesn't deserve it. Right. Like I think in our, whenever we did this the first time we actually talked about some, uh, I think it was blue. We told you about some YouTuber who got like 150 videos taken down because Toei decided to copyright him and then decided, hey, let's collaborate with each other after they took down his yeah. copyright. Yeah, it's like, hey, I'm going to get rid of three years worth of content for you because fuck you, that's our stuff. And it wasn't like he just showed so much. It's just that's what he talked about. Like it was all just Dragon Ball. They're like, oh yeah, we're going to get rid of your shit. Also, you want to work with us and collab on some stuff? I'm going to kick like, your we'll, ass. We'll give so you let's money. Be friends. Yeah, and that that's just so disrespectful. There's some disconnect somewhere to where like that that shouldn't happen. Like it's uh, And then we talked about it like a few months ago too on the podcast. They had a individual that worked for them that they like they identified as another gender. And as soon as, or it wasn't that they identified as another gender, they identified by another name. And Toei got pissed whenever they found out that they identified with another name. Like, all right, get the fuck out. Like, you can't do that. Not in today's climate. Like, people can do, like, they can be who they want to be and identify however they want to identify. And if they feel more comfortable being called by a different name or whatever, What's so wrong Damn. with going that route? And just what's so hard about it? I realize Japan is not as forward moving culturally whenever it comes to stuff like that. But whenever you're a giant company like that, you have to know better from a PR standpoint. Yeah. Yeah. And that's one I used to years back. I mean, years back. My YouTube channel started seven years old this year. Woo. I used to do stuff. You go. Yeah, my 128 subscribers love me. Even though, like, one of them watches <laughs> me. I, I mean, hey, that's that one person is all it takes to make a video feel successful for a content creator, though. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I enjoy the Spotify side a little more just because it's not as um, unforgiving as YouTube is, I've seen. Oh, the YouTube algorithm is Sucks. extremely detrimental. Like, it's so bad. The rich get richer, the poor get poorer. That's how somebody explained it once. That's, I mean, that really is it. And it's so weird because I don't know if I discussed this with you the last time that we tried to do this, but I had a YouTube channel back years and years ago. Me and one of my best mates had one at the same time. 
and we we started to get traction like within the span of a few months like we had well over like 100 subscribers a piece and we were just growing and then we fell off like we just stopped doing it and i think back now and i'm like you know with the traction that we had at that point with what was going on if we could have that now like where would that be at this point because all content creation is is a snowball regardless of how slow going it is at first Growth comes in waves if you keep at it long enough. <laughs> like with B&B, we ended our first year with less than 30, I think like 30 to 40 average listeners per episode. And now we're over 250 per episode. Like it's, it's spectacular just to see the snowball grow, but you still regardless have to start with something. And I would much rather have, you know, three or four loyal listeners than people that just pop up and then go away. Yeah. I feel At least that's just me. I can, uh, yeah. I got no other input on that. Yeah, I mean, it's a lot better. It's like Twitch. I started streaming on Twitch. People out, uh, people out there. Don't can win podcasts. I can score. Don't can underscore win underscore podcast. Go look at me on Twitch. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing over there, but yeah. I mean, it's fun. I've checked out your streams. I'm there. I followed. It's a fun time. I played as a goose for about a solid hour. <laughs> you did play as a goose. You also played as a hot android. I can neither confirm nor unconfirm whether she is hot. Otherwise, I will get slapped. Oh. Hey, remember, this is, this is your domain. This is your own bit. This is a complex. You're putting on. Here's the Remember thing. Remember that. Here's the thing. Though I am. She's behind you and I can't see her through all the purple. <laughs> that'd, that'd be hilarious. Like just standing right there <laughs> next to you. know, She's hot. Smack. I mean, it's like one of those. You're just sitting there. You're like, yeah, she's hot. And then all I hear from the background, since I can't see anything behind you, is, oh my wall. Mu. Shinderu. Then you just get smacked out of frame. Like that would be the greatest thing. I'm not even sure. I'm not even a hundred percent sure if she listens to my stuff or not. So for my safety, I will neither non I'll neither confirm nor unconfirm. So she says she does, but if I ask her stuff, she has no clue, so I do not know. So for my safety, it's a possibility. I mean, it could be like my girlfriend. She listens. Does she pay attention? I'm not, I'm like you, I'm not going to confirm nor deny whether she actually pays attention to what I say or what we talk about on the episodes just for my own safety. But if I, if I were a betting man, you know where this is going. <laughs> I mean, like I said, just for safety wise, I'd rather not. I'd rather, I'd rather have my ear. I'd rather have the whole left it, side of my it, face. But your given answer answers the question for me. So that's all that matters. Ah, uh, yeah. So if I get griped at, hey, I know what you're thinking. I gave no specific answer. You cannot confirm nor unconfirm what I have said. She may Pretty not. Much. She may not be my type. Who knows? Two B may not. Who knows? I do. I do need to get back to that. I need to. I just need to figure out what the hell I'm gonna play. Like I may actually um, I may stream Final Fantasy tonight. Maybe do it. I mean, the way I look at things, I'm a variety streamer. I'm going to stream whatever the hell I feel like streaming, whenever the hell I feel like streaming, because at this point, it's very few and far between, because I've pretty much taken a backseat until my VTuber model gets made. 
then whenever that gets made, all hell is going to break loose. There's an app, after we're done with this, I'm going to tell you about, that can actually make your own little VTuber thing, and you design it yourself. I ran with it for like three or four days, and I actually absolutely enjoyed it, because I was looking at myself, this is the me that I want to be! I'm not some nerd! Oh, is it a... Is that an app on your phone? Because yeah. I feel like I've done that before. It's yeah, an, it, I feel like I've downloaded that before. It's an it's an app that's actually like a like just you go into like um oh, like almost I say go into it's like you just join little bars and stuff where you can just talk to people like a TikTok stream something like that. Go check out the TikTok. I may have already yeah. plugged that, but but yeah, I made myself. I was like, you know what? This is how I'd look as an anime character. Do I look like that? No. Could I be? I'd have to lose my left. I'd have to. Like, risk losing my left eye for a scar that stretches down it. I mean, all you have to do is be very meticulous with the cut. You don't have to lose your eye for that. I mean, here's the thing. It could be very painful, and I hit one spot, next thing you know, I twitch because I hit one wrong nerve. And I mean, look, as someone who's a former pro wrestler, and as someone who has bladed, depending on, you know, what the match is called for i can confirm sometimes you you know the cut's worth it i don't i don't understand wrestling so i have no clue what that term means so blading is essentially where you cut your forehead open to get blood without having to you know actually you know have someone cut you open with their fist and or elbow oh my god that sounds horrible no no it for one, with adrenaline, you don't feel it. Two, the reactions you get whenever you draw blood. It's great. Here, give me a knife! Why? Let's, let's do this! No, no, you, you keep the blade nicely tucked under some tape on your wrist. Okay, I'm gonna call you Frost from here on out. You're Frost now. <laughs> Look, man, pro wrestling was a fun time, and I kind of miss it. I, my body doesn't miss it because I I fucked up my back doing it. I mean, my back was fucked up beforehand, but that's it. It sped up the process quite a bit, but it was so much fun. I miss it. I always wanted to do wrestling, but I stuck to uh, I stuck to football. I was um, at least senior year. My I was running back. I was one of the top uh, running backs in my state, which I'm okay with. There you go. That's all that matters. Can I do I regret it? Yes. Because my left knee goes numb every few days and fuck it. I don't know what the fuck to do. Yeah, well I mean I I destroyed a disc in my back playing football in high school, so I get it. I get it. Well, it's fun, but man, you'll regret it later in life. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's not fun. Like I gave up a scholarship to go play at um one of the good ones in my state. I'm from Oklahoma. I missed up. A, I got a pass up a scholarship to go play uh, at OU because I want to be a teacher. Believe my antics here, everybody. I am a very friendly, nice guy. I'm a bastard, but I'm a nice bastard. I to your future children that you have in the classroom, you have my condolences because they will find this podcast. Mm-hmm. You guys have my condolences. Mm, they shall never, because you know what? My mom teaches at my old high school, and she doesn't know the name of my show. My my family does not know the name of my show. They know I've recorded it. I refuse to tell them. 
No, no, my family knows all about mine because at this point, it's all about the downloads and the listens. Here's the thing. I have very, um, how do I phrase this? Mother, if you ever listen to this, no, I love you oh so much. Like, you're one of my favorite people in this world, no matter how I act, but she would not be happy at the fact I talk as I do on here. She'd listen to five minutes and never listen to anything ever again. Yeah, yeah. My my family is a very similar situation. But again, it's all about the views. It's all about the downloads. Don't say it all. Don't it's say all it. about the numbers. Don't say it's all about the views. I'm getting bad flashbacks to a Dokken win. One of my guys in there went and got... We got free stuff in the game. And they went and spent this expensive thing, uh, Elder Kai's. I'm sure you know what Elder Kai's are, the things that make your units hit harder. Yep. He put those mm-hmm. Elder Kai's into a unit that you can go spend 20 minutes and grind to max. I don't know what his rea- reasoning was. It's for the views. Oh. I've shunned that. Now that, that. Yeah, like, don't do expensive things for the views. Just be an idiot for the views. Yep. That's what I do. That's why I've now started reacting to food stuff on TikTok and um, anime such. Anime is so great. Yeah, it is. It. People out there, if you don't watch anime, I don't know why you're on my podcast, but thank you. But go watch anime. Seriously, do it. Start off with the Inuyasha. Worth that it. was my first anime. No kidding, that was my first anime. I have Inuyasha PTSD from, you know, the OP blaring at 3 a.m. Did you see? That's so good. I, I know you follow my TikTok. Did you see my thing where, hear my explanation for it? My first time ever watching it. Yes, I did. People out there, you know what? I'll tell the story and you can go check out my TikTok. I have other fun stories like this. But um, I was about four or five years old. I'm going to say four because I remember I was in pre-K. And I woke up early in the morning on a sat- technically a Sunday morning. I walked into the living room. I don't know why I was awake. I was like, I want to watch TV. I wonder if SpongeBob is on or something else. I can't remember what was on in Cartoon Network at the time, but it was stuff I watched. SpongeBob's just the longest lasting show out of all of that. So, so I turn it on and I turn it on to that. I find my Cartoon Network channel and I see this man, this boy in a red kimono-esque thing with long white hair and dog ears. This isn't SpongeBob. Iron Reaper Soul Stealer. This is so cool. <laughs> it's whenever he first got the Tetsaiga taking on Sashomaru. And that was before we actually activated it. So that's in our first mm-hmm. watching New Yasha. And I was like, oh, this man turned into a wolf. Oh, that's red. Is that blood? Gotta love Inuyasha. And Those then, were the days. And then I started watching it at my grandmother's house because my mom at, did not like me watching it at four or five years old. And I watched it for two years. I got my first ever manga after my mom grounded me from watching Inuyasha. And she took my manga and burned it. She says she, I say burned it. We have no clue what happened to it. That was 15 years ago? 10 years ago. 13 that years ago. That manga could be worth so much money now. No. <laughs> I was terrible on books. We'll, we'll it could be worth so much money now. We'll never find it. I get it. We, she, we've gone through... She put it in one of her cars. Sold that car. I don't know if she cleaned it out. I have not a clue. I am still upset about it to this day. I mean, I had some Pokemon cards that, to this day, would be worth tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars. I have... So, 
I get it. I feel that sentiment so much. Yeah, it's uh, it's all. It's sometimes it hurts to do stuff. It hurts to love things. Why not? Yeah. Why yeah. there? Why there are some questions I refuse to answer. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I love get that. Love hurts. All right. So I guess we're gonna end. We're finishing up on our show. So Brad, why don't you uh plug in your final things, whatever you'd like to plug into my show here is my TV. Lobster in the background. Hello, lobster. <laughs> but no. So the things I have to plug, I've pretty much plugged all up to this point. B and B anime, Spotify, YouTube, all the things. Um also twitch.tv forward slash B and B anime or Brad Carter Gaming. I'm gonna be streaming on both, but if you want VTube me, it's gonna be a B and B anime. I'm gonna play all the fun things. You can spin bits to eat shit at me. It's gonna be a good time. I'm gonna have a great time. It's gonna be fun. And that's that's pretty much it. I'm not hard to find. It's B and B anime on everything. You should your VTuber should be designed as Guillaume from uh, Demon Slayer. I could see that you being something similar to. I mean, I thought about it because have you seen my uh, Demon Slayer persona that I had made? I have not. We haven't talked since that thing, so I don't I haven't seen it. Uh, I thought I had talked to you about it before then. Hold up. So I commissioned a woman to do it for me. Her name's Katie. We follow her on Instagram and Twitter. So if you want to find her, if you need some art stuff commissioned, she is absolutely wonderful. She is prompt. She is timely on everything and she does some absolutely beautiful artwork. Um so I had these made for Blue and myself and those are some of my favorite pieces I've ever had made. But yeah, that's me as a demon slayer character with the beard and all. Okay, I'll have to see it. Pop up. There it is. Oh neat. I like it. Right? Like, they're awesome. They're great. So, but for my VTuber model, I went with something just kind of very plain Jane and me, because we're actually planning on using it for our new YouTube video intros. So we're going to do like a whole animated intro bit for the videos before we actually go into the episode part of it. So it's going to be cool. We have a lot of really cool things coming out. Episode 100 soon is going to be probably one of my favorite episodes we've done to date. So it's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to it. Many, many big things and big projects to come. Your episode 69 is still my favorite. Oh God. Keijo is such a beautiful anime. It's all for the plot. It was a beautiful episode. It is. It's all about the plot, the whole plot and nothing but the plot. So help us God. Just wait till you reach episode like 420. Oh, that's going to be... That's going to be a fun episode. If we're still doing it by that time. God, I hope we are. I hope we're still going on fucking six, seven, eight years down the road. I mean, it'd be fun. Uh, it'd, be a blast. it'd be fun to like hear later on, like, um, hey, what are you? I run an anime podcast. I'm one of uh, top 50. Go look up anime podcasts. I show up. So, no joke, I found out the other day that Listen Notes has the ability to show you kind of your percentile range. But they only show you your percentile range if you are within the top 10% of podcasts in the world or you're not. And we are. Really? Like, we're actually within the top 10%. And I was like, that that baffles me. That blows my mind. The second that I found that out, 
because there's a buddy of ours that has his own podcast, uh, Tales of a Fandom, where it's literally just him bringing on people that are parts of fandoms from everything from like Avatar to Star Wars, Harry Potter to anime to all that kind of shit. Ooh. And he told me about it. And I was like, oh, let me go check this out just to see. Because I thought there's no fucking way that we're within the top 10% of podcasts in the world. But we were. And that baffles me, mate. Like, it, like there's no way. Like, I never would have thought in a million years that within two years, we'd be averaging well over 250 downloads per episode. The Bunny Girl Senpai episode is really close to breaking 1,000 downloads. Must be nice. Like, I, I can't. <laughs> You'll get there. Slowly but Again, surely. Consistency. I mean, yeah, consistency really is key. Like the algorithm loves consistency. But not only that, it really is a snowball effect. If you do something you love and stick with it continuously and just stick with it and stick with it, eventually you'll get it to where you want it to be. That's all it is. I, I hope. I would love. I'd love, let's say, five years from now, if I have a child, Dad, what do you do? I talk about a mobile game. <laughs> okay. And again, that yeah, I mean, that's really it. Like eventually I'll be able to look down at my children and be like, "Hey, do you see that character? Your dad voiced that and or your dad does this and it's just it's one of those things that I look forward to just genuinely more than anything just because I get to do something that I love for work and it it's not work I do it's follow, a blast i do follow your instagram on my main page mm -hmm. i just got a thing bnb anime is out of the story i follow him okay i'm gonna have to go look and see the memes and tell you if i and if there's any good puns i have to approve or disapprove oh my god there's so many memes so many memes well Brad, thank you so much for being on our show again. Hopefully, I'm uh, everything should be good this time. Awesome. I mean, hopefully so. If not, I I I don't care to record <laughs> it again. This is, I mean, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you again so much for having me. I realize we went way the fuck over your time limit of what we had discussed, but I you mean, hey, what? we out here, we gave it. You know what? What's time if you enjoy the moment, right? Isn't that that time saying? truly is a yeah, time truly is a social construct made by humans. That's all it is. Time is a construct. We can get into a huge debate. What's that movie? Time is yeah, a construct. Like it's like ice cream. I don't know. There's a movie where this guy said time is a mortal construct, like ice cream. In the end, it'll all fuck you over. Sounds like somebody was lactose intolerant. I think maybe what was it? Maybe it was Tag. Maybe it was that movie. I'm not sure. I have to go watch it. I'm gonna, you're going to get a message at like 3 or 4 in the morning. I know where it's from. That's fine. That's totally fine. I, I will check it whenever I wake up. <laughs> I'm a very light sleeper unless it comes to messages. And then messages I will sleep right through. But you bet your ass if somebody drives up the street like a mile away, it'll wake me up in a heartbeat. Ride a bicycle that just goes way, 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 way those ones who add the cards to their spokes so funny story before we end this would be a great segue to end this episode so i was in a vehicle that got pulled over by a cop on a bicycle the reason we got pulled over by said cop on a bicycle is because 
we were driving around a college campus playing Pokemon Go. So we were going below the speed limit. So the cop on the bicycle pulled us over and was like, hey, the fuck y'all doing? And we just kind of look out the window at the dude. And we're just like, uh, playing Pokemon Go. I caught He's a like, shiny. Go the fuck home. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? I caught a shiny. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to catch a shiny, man. Just, just leave us alone. But yeah, so that's that was the thing. That was fun. Uh, I can. Uh, that sounds like it. I um. I grant. I'm now slowly getting trying to get back into. It. I live in the middle of absolutely nowhere. The closest town is ten minutes north of my house. Oh shit! With my old elementary or old high school slash elementary school being about eight minutes south. I'm literally I'm literally one of those um uh people I think I made the joke last time about I have 300 acres of land I live on. Mm. I'm one of those stereotypical people, not stereotypical. I'm one of those people you'd hear about like I could hide a body on my farm, you'd never find it. That's how far apart I am from civilization and it ticks me off. I'm a social butterfly sometimes. Hey man, Satellites are trained to look for six-foot-long holes, so it's easier to find bodies. So my advice, one-foot hole, six-foot deep. I have a creek. Trees are up. I think I'll be all right. I mean, hey, just, just throwing that out there. That's what five years of studying criminal justice and psychology taught me. So, you know. And that's a good way to end it. So thank you all for listening to this. Um, I, uh, I'm, gonna call, I'm still going to call this Doken Who, I guess. I may actually start doing these a little more like this because as opposed to Doken Who, it does still have the Doken aspect to it, but as opposed to this is more getting to know you. And on my screen, I'm pointing to you, Brad. I don't know. I think I'm pointing over uh, opposite of you, but so that means you're over there. But um, I mean, technically, you are pointing at the avatar on my screen. So technically, you're correct in where you're pointing. One of these directions is Brad's on his side. I mean, why am I pointing at his side? It's my side. So, editor, uh, make me look pretty. It's all that matters. You got the Sakura Blossoms. I am the editor. I only edited sound. Tell you, yeah, I look pretty in my Sakura Force. That's all that matters. And you still got that luxurious beard I mentioned. Oh, yes, I love my beard. It is very unkempt considering I work today, but I love my beard. I had to, I had to shave because it was starting to get itchy and annoying. Wimp. I'm Let 21. it grow. You get past the itchy stage. Here's the it gets past it. My hair, unless the less it's something different, stops growing when it reaches a certain point. Never gets any longer. No, no, you you're not trying hard enough. I did it once over this actually recent summer. I did shave off, except for like a goatee thing. I was trying to get like a longer beard and all that. With, mm-hmm. I don't know what it's actually called. It's just ah, if I could have a longer beard than that, this reached one length. Never got any longer. My neck hair grew. Everything else grew the exact same length. This legitimately never got any longer. I have no clue what the hell. So, oh well. I know. It'll be fine. People still say I look like I'm 15 whenever I shave. So that's okay. I mean, I lose about 10 years whenever I shave. I don't want that. I don't want that at all. I I like people assuming I'm 40, even though I'm 26. I I mean, I was thinking... 25, 20, yeah, 25, 26 is what I was thinking. Yeah. Nobody ever gets it right. I've made so much money off making that bet with people. Like, hey, I'll bet you a dollar if you can guess how old I am. I have the un... 
uncanny ability. I can always guess within two years of somebody's age. I've never been wrong. You see, I, I've learned how to profile people through the amount of criminal justice that I've taken. So I can typically guess like about right on the money. Like I don't even need a couple of years. I can typically guess. So, yeah, I get that. I get that a lot. Because I worked with kids for so long. I had to learn to distinguish this is what four-year-olds look like. This is what an eight-year-old looks like. Because when I was in high school, some were as short. Some pre-Kers were as tall as third graders. Some third graders were as short as pre-Kers. I mean, at this point, anybody under 21 is a child to me. I'm 21. I'm not a ch- I mean, I'm a child at heart, but I'm, I'm legally. I, too, am a child at heart. But anybody that's like under 21 to me, I'm just like, child. I am legally an adult. I can legally drink. Do I know? You can legally do the things. I can't drink. Drinking will kill me. So I don't drink either. It's a mood thing. I'm a, I'm a social drinker. Like, right? Like I've, I've gone through two sprites. I'm going to be opening a third one after this. I, I, drink, I drink soda like water. As unhealthy as it's going to kill me by 25. Yeah, I, I have my caffeine intake with uh, Mountain Dew Zero every now and then. That's about it. Like I, I need a little bit of caffeine to make the headache go away. Then outside of that, just water. Nope. I, I drink water whenever I get a headache. Other than that, I don't. You, mate, you're getting a headache because you're dehydrated. I know. Why do you think I drink water whenever I have a headache? Water is for but the if weak. You, if, you, if you drink water, you don't, you don't get the headache. You don't have to deal with it. Water is for the weak. Water? You're, so are you saying you're weak because you're like 80% water? No. Water. You're like a water sack with flesh. Incorrect. I'm a soda sack with flesh. I mean, <laughs> you're probably not wrong. It's, 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 Oakland, it's country blood. We don't have water in our blood. We have soda. Like the old meme is, Okies have we Dr. Pepper. We put Mountain Dew in our bottles. That's what we do. Actually, Mountain Dew is not. I don't see Mountain Dew drink a whole lot around where I am, if I'm honest. Oh, okay. Dr. So Pepper. Much more of a Coke kind of area. Dr. Pepper is our primary thing. If you don't like Dr. Pepper, you are pretty much shunned. I don't know... Somebody who doesn't like Dr. Pepper, though. Dr. Pepper's so good. I do. I know some people. Dr. Pepper's not my favorite, but I don't mind it. I enjoy Dr. Pepper. Dr. Pepper and Jack Fire is a beautiful combination. I drink Red's Apple Ale. (laughs) Ah, delicious bitch beer. I love it. My brother-in-law was was pretty much uh, said something. According to my dad, I was in Louisiana a couple weeks ago. We were going to record this a while back, but, you know, it was around New Year's whenever we did everything, so. Yeah. I, I got some Red's Apple, like, uh, black cherry ale, and my brother-in-law mm-hmm. was apparently making fun of me for drinking it, and my dad caught him stealing two of them to drink them. <laughs> Look, they're delicious, regardless of whether or not they're a bitch beer. They're delicious. I drink for flavor. I don't drink for the effect. I mean, I can't drink for the effect, because... Anything more than one will kill me, so I have to enjoy what I drink. So, therefore, if I can have something like a Dr. Pepper with a shot of Jack Fire in it, I will highly recommend that to anyone that's within drinking age. Because you know how Dr. Pepper is like really thick and kind of syrupy? Mm-hmm. But it tastes great. Well, if you put Jack Fire in it, it thins it to where it's not just thick, and that cinnamon flavor to it is just fantastic. Oh, you can drink one. Also, Does that mean you can drink I can have one drink. 
If you can, so one shot, one beer. Oh damn it! See, we're, you, I don't need to push it. You were, you, I think you saw where I was going with my thing. I was like, one drink. Does that mean if you could down it all at once, you could drink a whole bottle of like vodka in one thing? That's technically one drink. Well, I mean, as someone who likes to put on Russian accent and pretend to be the Russian, depending on who I am around, it is actually excellent to assume that I could drink an entire bottle of vodka, but it would not be good for my health. Babushka would be incredibly upset if I were to kill over dead from drinking a whole bottle of vodka. It would kill, man, in a single swig. But you know what? He say fuck it. All right, thank you all for listening to Doken Wen. Go check Brad out on his stuff. I'll put, I'll make, I'll write BNB anime in our thing, and I'll even have it as the uh, logo for this. So go check it out. Go check out his Twitch, Instagram, face. Do you have Facebook? Uh, we are on BNB anime on Facebook, but okay. nothing ever gets posted there. If you're one of those Facebook users like me, go check it out on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, and you can for people out there listening, and I can tell Brad this so he can. Can plug that he's on my show. You can go check out Doken Wen on Spotify under the, you know, just Doken Wen and my YouTube, KH Hauser, where I just stream and now Twitch. Go check out Doken underscore Wen underscore podcast on Twitch. I try to stream. Maybe I'll try streaming Doken. Who knows? I don't. I don't even know what I'm going to have for dinner tonight. Actually, I had a souffle. It wasn't that good. But you know what? Makers can't be choosers. So, uh, yeah, thanks all for listening. Say bye, Brad. Bye-bye. Bye, everybody.